today when every when everything from the past is coming back, scrunchies, um, feathers and hair. I've seen High-waisted that lately. <laughs> High waisted jeans, yeah. Leg warmers, mm-hmm. like everything from the past is coming back. Um, the movies of today resemble these with remakes of previous decade classics and brings a new modern look to the cinema. In this episode, I will be joined with Maddie, Katie, and Drew in discussing the films Baby Driver, It, Black Panther, and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. We'll begin with the movie I chose, Black Panther. Um, Black Panther historically broke records for being the biggest grossing film made by a black filmmaker, which also was met with a historically black cast. The movie showed the importance of celebrating black lives with the importance of Wakanda and the parallels to the civil rights movement and historical events in Africa. The idea behind Black Panther originally when the comics were made was inspired by um, the Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. And the movie today follows the theme of follows the theme of like today's movies being more political as it stresses the value of black lives and is fueled by movements like Black Lives Matter. Aside from the political messages of the movie, the movie allowed for young black children to see themselves in the lesser diverse Marvel world in, in the, within the people of Wakanda. And the film was directed by Ryan Coogler and includes the leading actors of Chadwick Boseman, Michael B. Jordan, and Lupita Nyong'o. And the movie also gained popularity as it won Best Movie and Best Actor for Chadwick Boseman at the BET Awards. So overall, I picked this movie just because I'm not a big superhero movie person. I don't keep up with it. That's just a lot of commitment. (laughs) And um, my dad and my brother and I went, um, and I knew nothing. So the first couple minutes, of course, I was asking questions. But once I, like, paid attention, I started, like, watching the movie, it was, like, so good. For me, like, I didn't have any background of, like, the whole, like, universe, I guess you could say. But just, like, um... I just, like, left the movie theater, like, wondering, like, why didn't this exist before? Like, oh. why wouldn't, like, why didn't, like, the cast exist or, like, mm-hmm. these actors be as prominent? And I feel like this movie definitely gave way for us to, like, stop having, like, the token black character in movies. Yeah. Like, this, like, the cast was, not just because they were all black, but just because the cast was so good. Like, casting very well. Um, I don't know, definitely, like, the scenery, like, it reminded me a lot of... Lion King, like, the art, like, um, the one scene where he's, like, in a field with his father, and it's kind of, like, a spiritual kind of scene. The background, it's, like, the sunset, and it, it reminds me of the scene in, um, Lion King when, like, all the animals are, like, walk, like, looking up to, like, seeing Simba being held. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like it was very, culturally, like, a very good movie, and definitely plays on, like, modern times. Yeah. I'm the opposite of you in the fact that I do follow all of this superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I am one of the people who is committed, as you put it, <laughs> uh, to all of this. And I like this movie a lot, but I don't think it's like as grand as everyone makes it out to be, like as a movie. Mm-hmm. As, as an achievement in like the fact that it's Ryan Coogler, black director majority black cast i think there's like one white guy in it yeah martin freeman um it's just really great to see that and the fact that black panther through that movie and through civil war his introduction and that really strengthened the character i think it's great that like uh black people get a superhero to identify with like how um white people like me have had for Ever. way too yeah. long um 
And it's just, it's just great to see as a cultural impact, but as a movie, I'm kind of just like, okay, yeah, it's a bit paint-by-numbers. The villain, Killmonger, is great, and that's mainly because of Michael B. Jordan, I think, not yeah. the writing itself. Yeah. I find myself rooting for him just because it's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, yeah. yeah it, it's him. That That's one thing that I really enjoy about the movie, is the fact that he's kind of right. The fact that he said, or like that he wants Wakanda to help the rest of the world to help black people who are oppressed in the world. Yeah. And, but the fact that he wants to go about, he wants to go about it wrong because he wants to like create a revolution. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of the movie, uh, he decides like, he decides, yeah, he's kind of right. And they say, or him, and he goes to the UN and he's like, Wakanda's going to help the rest of the world. And this is kind of one of the political parallels of today where. Well, it's not kind of, it is. Um, when the old white guy senator says to him, like, oh, what's a nation of farmers going to help with us? And then at one point during his speech, he says, um, the strong build bridges while the weak build walls. Yeah, I cried during that part. I don't think I need to explain <laughs> yeah. the significance of that one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, I love the movie. Um, the, the main character's sister, I can't remember her name right now. Shuri. Yeah, Shuri. I like being, like, in STEM, like, she's one of, like, the first princesses who, like, technically she's considered, like, a princess. Um, she's a badass, like. Yeah, so she, like, yeah. all the supporting female roles are yeah. badass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it was an, it's, it's a stacked cast. Yeah. When, when you yeah. put all these women together, they're gonna be they're all badass yeah. women, like. Yeah. yeah. Especially now, today, you can't make a movie and have it, like, a damsel in distress. Yeah. Like, nobody's yeah. gonna appreciate that. Yeah, I, I personally, I'm not a big superhero person, like Kylie, but um, I wanted to see it just because of the, the all-black cast, the cultural, the cultural impact. impact. Yeah. I wanted, that's why I wanted to see it. I wanted to be able to see it, say that I saw it, and love it for the cast, the, the director, and just the cultural impact yeah. of the movie itself. Yeah. A, it, it became such a big thing because, mm -hmm. like, you just said, I wanted to be able to say I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, at, like I haven't yeah. seen it and I feel guilty. I saw, I saw it Netflix. opening night old? specifically because Marvel. Like, yeah. I see all those movies. So I went and saw it opening night and I was like, this is really good. But I could not have predicted how big it was going to get. Like, I think it's, I think it's done better domestically than Infinity War at this point. Which, That's Infinity cool. War, if you haven't seen it, is like, it's the peak of 10 years mm -hmm. of movie it's making everything i think it's won. like 21 movies at this point wow. mm -hmm. and like that movie and it's like the head of all of that and this movie that infinity war should have like it did destroy the box office but like i'm pretty sure black panther did better just because of the political movement of yeah. it black panther honestly like, it warmed my heart like in the theater there were um people who were wearing like, they're, like, traditional, like, African, um, oh, like, yeah, attire. That's, that's and, like, it was, like, like, elderly people. And, like, I sat next to them, and they were, like, so nice to me. They were, like, oh, I'm so excited to see people, like, actually want to see this movie. Aww. And it just, like, made me, like, want this more. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. To see it more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it, but I remember my brother saw it opening night. I was like, that was the best. He was like, it was really nice. Everybody was having such a good time. People were like cheering at the end. Yeah. Like there was like a huge line and it just seemed like it was so big. Like people didn't stop talking about this movie for a really, like we're still talking, we're talking about, about it. it. Yeah. But like, I mean, people talked about it. Like it was still like a, the high of like that month when it came out. Like it was all the talk, you know. 
it, it really just brought people together, yeah. which mm-hmm. I think was yeah. great. It's something that we definitely needed yeah. at this oh, point yeah. with what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we need to see. And I feel like we, since like this is going to set for many more movies to come. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. yeah. People are going to be like, oh, we can do this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're going to build a franchise off of this, even though he's dead right now. Uh, spoilers for Infinity War. But, um, uh, but yeah. He's a pile of dust. But yeah, I'm excited Thanks. to see what happens sequel-wise to this, because I love Ryan Coogler, because he did the original Are Creed. Are they making a sequel? Yes. Alright, my movie is Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. It is directed by Edgar Wright, which we are about to show down on. Okay. The two best Edgar Wright movies. Uh, Edgar Wright stars Michael Sarah, Mi- Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Anna Kendrick, Chris Evans, and pretty much every other person who's like famous now. Yeah. This movie came out in 2010, so it's like the beginning of this era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But ha- has anybody ever seen this movie? Uh, yes. I have yes. not. This is another one I This is seen. on Netflix. This is like my favorite movie ever. Okay, this is like the peak of nerd culture yeah. yeah because it's a movie somewhat based around video games but it stands on its own because of the like excellent writing which stems back from the fact that it was written by a comp like a it was a comic book and the cast is just phenomenal i i think all of this really just, just succeeds because of edgar wright as a director he's like my favorite director working today Ugh. yeah good stuff <laughs> good stuff um so the, the plot of the movie stems around the fact that Michael Sarah's character, uh, Scott Pilgrim, falls in love with Ramona Flowers, who's played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, the ultimate girl next door, as mm-hmm. I refer to her, because yeah. she's just like, she just has that quality where you look like, you guys can't relate to me now, ha. <laughs> uh, you look at her and you're just like, wow, she's really pretty. Oh. I have no chance. And then you kind of just lust after her for the rest of your life. And um, she... Uh, so he falls in love with her, but he's dating this high schooler, high schooler named uh, Knives Chow, and it's th- sort of the story of how he's trying to get with Ramona, but then when he does sort of get with her, the plot of the movie revolves around the fact that he has to fight her seven evil exes, which is just, it's really comedic and funny, and it's a good time. It's just a really fun movie. Yeah, I feel like um, Michael Sarah. He just plays the perfect embodiment of a nerdy gamer boy. Yeah. yeah. Even in Superbad, he does. Yeah. Okay. It, like, <laughs> yeah. He, I feel like he is very typecasted with the nerdy boy type. He mm-hmm. has that look. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And he, because he's such a good actor, he fits it so well, too. Yeah, this movie, it, it's funny. It, it's good production. It's just like an overall good movie. I, I think the editing of it is just so cool, too. Yeah when you watch it because like if you pay attention like the way that the transitions happen like it's with people walking in front of the camera but you don't pay attention and then he uh frame matches a ton of stuff so like there's one specific scene where scott's kind of like mentally not all there because he's like distracted by the fact that he loves his girl ramona but he's dating another girl and he's like conflicted about what's going on um where he just like keeps turning around and then the scene just shifts but he's in the same spot in the frame so you're you as the viewer are trying to play catch up to what's going on and you just you're not sure what's going on in the movie yeah but like there i think the line is like he's just like 
wait, where are we going? And then his friend's just like, Jesus, Scott, I told you like 10 times. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you, you just relate to that so much where like, you're just kind of coasting through life at that point. Um, I don't know like how to like describe this, but like the, it like fits almost the stereotype of like the kid that doesn't really have a chance, like the nerdy guy and like the edgy girl. Like I feel like a lot of, um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of like guys go for like not the edgy girl, but, like, in this case, like, it does feel like that stereotype. Yeah. Like, she has, like, the blue hair, the darker makeup, mm. the, like, the darker, like, look. She's more, like, aggressive than, like, other girls. And, um, definitely, like, fits that movie trope, I guess you want to call it. Yeah, and it's a good movie. Like, people who are, who love video games and gaming will, like, they will watch it, and they will 100% love it. But, like, also people who know nothing about video yeah. games. <laughs> it doesn't rely on that too heavily. No. Like, it's kind of just the fight scenes, really. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that lean to into that mm-hmm. absurdity what of what goes on. Really cool. Makes yeah. it, like, a cool film. And there's just some really funny moments, too. Yes, it's hilarious. Because... <laughs> the scene where the one girl shows up and it turns out she's one of the exes and he has no idea what's going on and it literally like zooms into his brain and it's like a meter and it's like doesn't get it gets it <laughs> and he's like oh no well, i want to see this it's on netflix it's, okay, it's such yeah, a good time have homework to do tonight yeah, yeah i yeah, really do together, yeah together. you have so much homework <laughs> <laughs> okay so the movie i chose was baby driver this was also directed by edgar wright and since released in 2017, Baby Driver has earned $107 million. So in this film, a young orphan is employed as a getaway driver. Baby is notoriously known for living life to the beat of music and never messing up a job. In the film, Baby falls in love for a young waitress and learns that he is better than he thinks and tries to turn his life around. The film shows what young people will do for love and how one choice can mean everything. So I chose this film because I... When I saw it, I really liked it. I really liked the whole music aspect of it. Like, you can't deny how good the soundtrack is. Like, it's amazing in this film. And um, it's just really entertaining. Like, the whole action plot with, you know, getting away. And, like, you know, he's an amazing driver. Like, he's known for that. Robbing banks. Like, it's just a really fun... And, you know, they put romance in it, too. Mm -hmm. It's such a fun summer movie. And I think that's why it was so popular. And then also the main character, Ansel Elgort, like everybody loves him yeah he's amazing he's such a good actor and i feel like this film definitely put him out there too because like he was known but he wasn't really known and now i feel like he is like i feel like he got a lot of movie offers after this yeah he was in the fall of our stars Mm -hmm. um and a lot of people knew him from that but then that was kind of made for a specific audience yeah like they showed what he can do his movies right everybody can watch it i mean good music cool cars Mm-hmm. car chases it's just it's really cool yeah, yeah. it's everything that makes a movie yeah. I think what really makes this movie shine is the editing of it mm-hmm. because it's literally just right on the beat with all the songs and yeah. every song is just perfectly picked for what's going on yeah. it, it's just like the soundtrack of it is so heavily put into the DNA of this film mm-hmm. that like it's just like it's built around this yeah like the scene where he's walking down the street to get coffee it's like he's in a yeah. musical you know like yeah. he's walking around the other you know characters mm-hmm. and he's like you know flipping doesn't he flip something like in the air like a coin or something and it kind of just like it goes with the beat like the whole thing just goes with the beat yeah it's really and it's good. kind of like having made not full movies but like film stuff and worked on sets and that sort of thing 
it's scary <laughs> to think about that on the fact that they had to time everything so right. perfectly with that song and it just makes me wonder how many times did they have to refilm like everything oh, yeah, just sure. to get it all to line up so well mm-hmm. like and that, that just such props to Edgar Wright the director and writer of this movie for getting it all to work so well together yeah. like it really does it all ties in you know with like the bad guys and the music and like the cars and you know like the um those dumb robbers too in the car like it all just like it goes so well together it's such a, like an interesting story to like see the life of this bank robber basically and then at the end when it reflects on it all mm-hmm. and then like they're like they're saying like yeah he's a criminal but he was a good guy yeah he was just doing it because he had to like you know yeah. you see what he was going through and it, it, it reflects back on scenes and you're kind of just like yeah he is a good guy because he's doing he's doing the wrong thing but he does the right thing within the wrong thing yeah of it all yeah definitely and like when he, he tries to put um the man who looked after him in the home so somebody else could look after him because he knew he was going to jail like he he's mm-hmm. a good kid he means no harm but it's just like it's what he was put into basically yeah okay so i did uh the 2017 version of it um this movie is based off of seven young kids who find themselves facing their worst nightmare a shape-shifting demon that emerges from the sewers every 27 years to feed off of the children in Derry, Maine. Fighting together over the course of the summer, the seven outcasts, um, they must overcome their personal fears and phobias to battle the murderous clown Pennywise. I chose this movie because it has all of the key elements to a good horror film, but I personally, while watching it, watched it more as a coming-of-age story. It gave me ma- like major Goonies vibes, just all these young kids together, um, and it's just a very 80s vibe movie, and it is a remake, and it's hard to remake the original movie of this, Yeah. but I feel like they did a, a good job, um, but I found it funny, scary, I, heartwarming at times, like, it just had every key element that made a movie good, in my personal opinion. I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. I haven't because I'm afraid of anything I don't scary. do horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, see, I usually don't do horror movies very well, especially clowns. Yeah, no. Not my favorite, but uh, I was told multiple times that it's more funny than scary. I went to watch it, and it definitely has the humorous part to it, but it also has a lot of horror in it. Blood, little kids dying. Like, oh, it is very... It's hard to watch at some points, but... Yeah, it's very Stephen King. Yes, it was... Yes. Um, definitely not as scary as the book or the original, I feel like. Um, and I personally didn't really like how they recreated the character of Pennywise from the original. Um, that was the only downfall I found from this movie. Just they, they made it too... I don't know how to word this. Did they, like, try it too was too Yes, they... they it was too... It would still look like a clown, but I wish that they made it look more like the original. Mm-hmm. The original clown, like, I, like, saw part of it on, really, like, the original it. Mm-hmm. And, like, definitely, like, the face is more traditional, like, what you would think yes. when you think of clown, whereas, like, the Pennywise in this movie is creepy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, more special. Of, it's, like, the, make, the makeup's, like, awful. Like, yeah. It's so scary. People were, like, talking about, like, you know that whole trend where, like, Pennywise, like, everyone's like, oh, Pennywise is hot. Yeah, because I didn't get it. I, I didn't get I it did. either because I honestly, 
I didn't get it because I was just. Maybe I'm, I'm just afraid. I, I didn't did. know that I was a thing. I thought he was pretty. It was a thing. Well, yeah. the actor himself is very yeah. pretty, but people still like were like. I think it's the cheekbones freak me out because his face like goes inwards and like so does the character's face, and there's just too much of a similarity. Yeah. No, I definitely got that trend. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Katie finds clowns attractive. <laughs> Not the clown, the person. <laughs> yeah, that's also, like... That's, yeah, that's the name of this episode now, by the way. I've heard it here. Um, <laughs> since, um, but, like, since that movie was released in 2017, mm-hmm. everyone knows the 2016 clown scare. Yes. Oh, oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> probably one, maybe one of the best things that happened in 2016. Um, really? Nobody, nobody talks that about that. good. <laughs> It was good. Compared to other things, it was good, okay? It gave me some laughs on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> but it does, like, fit. Like, we had the whole clown freak out. Things were going bad. And then we had Pennywise just, you know, accelerate it. Halloween this year, people put red balloons on sewers. Yeah. Oh, like, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I saw yeah. It, how it's going. I feel like even if you didn't see the movie, you could still read the memes. Yeah, and, you could, definitely. And stuff like that yeah. and still find them funny. Yeah, because yeah, I Just basically I knowing, like, the basis of the story... Uh, the cast is amazing. They're all they're the funniest kids ever, and now you see them in everything. Finn yeah. Wolfhard, he's in Stranger Things. Oh, like yeah. you see them everywhere, and I personally just liked the '80s clothes, the '80s references. Um, it just yeah. gave me super big Goonies vibes. I love the kids much. together, banding together. Um, so I saw I see a more the coming of age story with a twist. The twist is the horror. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the sequel. I might yes. see that one because uh, James McAvoy. Yes, I'm is so excited for the sequel. I, I love him. Yeah, I might actually watch that one. So now we're doing the voting for um, the movies of today. Um, so I, for this um, set of movies, my movie was Black Panther. Mine was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Mine was Baby Driver. And mine was It. My um, vote is going to be for a baby driver. Mine is also for baby driver. Um, being that I haven't seen any of these other movies except mine, I'm gonna go with Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And my vote is going to baby driver. Cool. Okay, baby driver. So on the next episode, we will take the winners from the previous episodes and have them fight to see which is the best movie out of the four.